welcome to the Monumental Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Q. Here we focus on tapping into our fullest potential to become our best possible selves. Each and every Monumental Monday, we will drop a new episode that will have a word of the week as well as a phrase or metaphor to incorporate in your daily lives and get you through the week. If you are a fan of the show, please like, comment, and subscribe to at Dr. Q the Coach on all social media platforms. Today, we have a wonderful word of the week. I chose this word of the week because sometimes it can be overlooked, but it's really one of the most important essential elements to any relationship, and that is communication. Communication simply means imparting or exchanging of information or news. So exchanging, that means not just giving, but also being able to receive. I like communication. I feel like there are so many different books and courses and information available on communication. And sometimes we don't always take hold to those. So we're going to talk about it today. Communication is something that is very imperative to all relationships. That's whether it's with a spouse, a child, your parents, you know, any of the, anything of that nature at work, communication is important. You have to know how to communicate and not just talk to people, but also be able to receive and understand information as well. And that's where sometimes we kind of mess up. If you ever been in a situation where you find yourself not necessarily listening to understand, you're listening to react or to respond to what somebody is saying. That's not necessarily effective communication. When someone is communicating with you, your goal should be to understand what it is that they're saying. So what is it that you're saying? What are you trying to convey? Once you understand what they're saying, then you respond. Don't react, you respond. And sometimes everything does not require a response. Sometimes the response is no response. And that really is a response. To me, it is for sure. So I am going to take some time to go over some tips with you all on effective communication. So the first tip that I have for you is going to be actively listening. What is actively listening? Active listening is really engaging fully in the conversation, having that eye contact, um, having those nonverbal communication skills such as nodding your head or, you know, even your facial expressions. Everything shows on your face. Everything shows when you communicate. That nonverbal communication is important too because nobody wants to be sitting there talking to someone, expressing themselves or trying to get them to understand something and their face is all scrunched up or they looking all crazy or you know they're, they're zoned out, they're leaning on their hand, they're not really paying you any attention, but they're listening to you though. No, we want to practice actively listening, making sure that we are fully engaged, making sure that we have eye contact, giving our full attention to the person. We want to avoid any kind of interruptions or any kind of distractions that will be rude to the other person. We want to make sure that we give them our undivided attention because that is something that we want when we speak and communicate as well. The next thing is be clear and concise. 
So you want to be mindful of what it is that um, you're saying. You want to express it in a very positive way. You don't want to come off as rude or disrespectful. Remember that when you are clear and what it is that you want, that what they say, um, write a vision and make it plain. You want to make sure that what you're saying is clear and concise. I am one that will lose my attention span very fast if your story is very long. So for me, personally, I'm actively listening and I'm going to ask, like, is there a moral or are you going to get to the point or, okay, now get to it now. You know, I don't need all of the fluff. Just what is it? Give me what it is that you want. What is it that you need? What do you need me to understand? What's the moral of the story? What is the point? You want to be clear and you want to be concise when you're communicating, especially at work. Like it, it sucks to be at work in a meeting and the meeting can be five minutes long to address an issue but it get dragged on for 45 minutes to an hour. It's like, we could have just said what you had to say and we could have been out of here or off the call or whatever else. So make sure that you are clear and concise with what it is that you want to say. Sometimes that means if you have to rehearse it or write down bullet points or whatever to communicate it so you know what it is that you're trying to say and convey to the other person. The next thing I kind of hit on this was that nonverbal communication. So that's that body language that I was referring to. That's that slouching forward, got your hand on your face. If I was slouching forward and had my hand on my face and I'm recording a podcast, would anybody want to listen to me? No, because it does, one, it doesn't even show that you're engaged in what it is that you're doing. And you're going to look like, oh, this person is bored. Why are they Why are they here anyway? Nonverbal communication can really dictate the trajectory of a conversation. If you're having a conversation, let's say, for example, with your spouse and you're leaning forward, slouched over your face, looking all scrunched up and you just looking all mad and mean, is that person going to want to continue to talk? Is that person going to be open to what it is that you have to say next? If that's the nonverbal communication that you, um, yeah, if that's the nonverbal communication things that you are giving off? Probably not. So pay attention to how you are receiving that information. Pay attention to your facial expressions. Pay attention to the tone of your voice. Now, I know we've all heard that saying before. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. That is 100% true. I remember um, a couple of days ago, I received a text message in one of my group group messages. And it was like, how do you politely tell someone to mind their business or to shut up or I got this, you know, or whatever. And it's like, well, you know, it's not, it's not about what you say, it's how you say it. Thank you so much for your input. The problem has been resolved. If I need any further information, I will be happy to reach out. That's a great way of saying my business, I got this. It's all good. But it's how you say it. It's how you say it as well. So you still have to worry about communicating effectively, whether it's through text message, email, and definitely in face. Because that tone of your voice can make a difference. And people do put tones to voices 
even or they put voices and tones to messages that's received via email or text message, written communication. Oh, they have tones to them as well. So you definitely want to watch your tone. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. You want to make sure that you're communicating in a way that's effective and the person is going to be receptive to what it is that you're saying. So if someone is coming at you and they are rah, 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 you are likely not going to be receptive to what it is that they're trying to communicate. I wouldn't be receptive to what it is they're trying to communicate because you don't yell at people. You don't yell at me. I'm grown. I don't need you yelling at me. We can have a civil conversation. We can speak very politely and move forward. We can address any issues or concerns, but all that rah-rah yelling stuff, don't nobody want to hear that? And just because you loud don't mean you effective. So watch your tone. Make sure that you are delivering in a way that the other person is going to be receptive because ultimately it will hate to communicate something to someone and they're not even understanding or being able to receive what it is that you have to say. The next tip that we have for effective communication is going to be empathy and understanding. Now, the whole point for someone trying to say something to you or for them to communicate with you is for them or for you to understand what it is that they have to say. So if you show empathy and understanding, that's that nonverbal shaking your head like, yeah. And also saying, I understand what it is that you're trying to say. I feel you. Because sometimes that's all people really want to hear is that they feel you. And you might not even agree but you can show that you understand. You understand their point of view. You understand their emotions. You understand their perspective. You're putting yourself in their shoes. You are putting yourself in a situation where you could see where it is that they're coming from. And that's what a lot of people really want. They just want to feel hurt. They just want to feel like somebody understands them. Our next thing is making sure that you give feedback and clarification. Now, this is one of my favorite parts of effective communication skills because sometimes we will sit around, listen to a whole meeting or conversation, and guess what, y'all? We don't know what this person's talking about. I love to ask for help. I love to ask for clarification. I love asking for feedback. Give it to me. I want to know what can I do better? What can I improve on? Do you understand what I'm saying? And I am one, just to, just for clarification, I say that all the time in meetings, in emails, whatever, just for clarification, I want to make sure that I understand what it is that you're asking of me. So that way I know how to move forward. And if you don't understand something, ask, clarify, because sometimes we'll put ourselves in situations where a simple question of clarification can assist you in being more successful. So stop thinking that you have to figure it all out on your own when you can simply ask for clarification on something. It is not hard. People love to talk. People love to communicate. They want to make sure that you're doing what it is that they need. So ask for clarification. If your child is telling you, hey, um, I don't, I, I need help with this, or I don't understand that, or I don't like this, da, da, da. Okay. Help me clarify. What is it that you need of me? What, what is it that you're asking for me to do? How can I be of more assistance? Ask those questions, especially if you don't know. 
acts because that's really going to put you in the best possible position, one, for success, and two, to show that the other person that you really understand and want to be, you know, better or really receive what it is that they're saying. The next tip is to be adaptable. Now, I say this because when you communicate with people, you have to communicate with people on different levels. So the way that I would sit down and have a conversation explaining something to my child is, of course, going to be different than someone who is one of my coworkers or my manager, you know, um, and so forth. So whenever you are communicating with people, you want to be adaptable. I did a career day speech at my daughter's school where I talked about the world of pharmacy and things and just a day in a life, talking about retail pharmacy, the different areas of pharmacy. You think I was inside that elementary school naming off medications and speaking with medical terminology? No, you have to be adaptable when you communicate because you got to make sure that your crowd or whoever it is that you're speaking to will be able to understand what it is that you're saying. You cannot go to an elementary school with a speech that you prepared for an association event. You can't do that. Because they're not going to be receptive. You have to be adaptable, especially if you want to have effective communication skills. So in order to be effective, you have to be adaptable at communicating with not just your peers, but your subordinates, kids, students, teachers, everybody. You have to communicate with people on their level. That's effective communication. Communicating with people on their level of understanding. And you have to be able to be adaptable in order to do so. There we go. That sounded really good because I was getting tongues tied for a minute, but that's okay because y'all following me. All right. So the next thing, I'm going to do one more um, for effective communication skills. The last thing I want to speak on is going to be conflict resolution when it comes to communication skills. So I mentioned before the rah, rah, rah of someone coming at you and they're yelling and they're screaming and that's how they are trying to express themselves. You likely are not going to be receptive to what it is that they're saying because now that's being combative. That means now you're really listening so that you can react and pop off. They pop off, you pop off. But they say, we we match your energies. <laughs> this is what you're coming with. This is what you're going to meet. <laughs> so with conflict resolution, you want to make sure to be effective. You don't want to yell. You can, there's many times we have heated conversations, heated arguments. People see different points of views and so forth and don't resolve nothing. Conflict resolution doesn't mean you both have to agree, but it can mean you can agree to disagree and to move forward. And there's great ways to have effective communication when it comes to solving a conflict. One thing that you can do is first sit down. All right, we're going to talk. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to make sure that I listen to you, you listen to me. We're not going to over-talk each other. We're going to make sure that whatever points it is that you get across, go ahead and get those across. I want to understand them. I want to get my points across and I want you to understand them. And I want us to come to a solution together, whether that's agreeing to disagree or coming to a mutual agreement. That's how you address that conflict. And it works in the workplace as well. Hey, I have a concern about this. Can we have a conversation? Okay, well, what does that look like for you? Okay, so let me let me make sure I understand. Just to clarify, this is what you need. This is what you need of me. Okay, so this is how it looks for me. And this is what I need from you. Can we agree to meet in the middle? Can we move forward? 
That's conflict resolution. It's you and the other person against whatever the conflict is. It doesn't always have to be you against another person, but it's you and that person against the issue coming up with a resolution. Whenever you are sitting down and having conversations about conflict, make sure that you have the end goal in mind. Make sure that that's something that you address. Okay, so we're here at the beginning of the conversation. What is our goal for this conversation? Our goal for this conversation is to figure out how to blank, 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 A, B, C, D, fill in the blank. This is our goal. Our goal is not to go back and forth. Our goal is not to scream and shout. Our goal is not to say you're wrong and I'm right. Our goal is to leave this conversation making sure that this conflict is resolved and both parties are happy and can move forward. Conflict resolution is going to be something that we face all throughout our lives. It's never going to stop. But how you address it really makes a difference on how effective you are and also help you maintain healthy relationships. So let's just do a recap. I got to touch my laptop, make sure I got everything. For effective communication, you have to, one, be an active listener. That means paying attention, being fully engaged, maintaining eye contact. You have to be clear and concise. Make sure you know what it is that you have to say or that you want to say, and it's understandable in the person that you are conveying that message to. Make sure that you are not being long and drawn out because sometimes you can lose the interest of people such as myself. The third thing was that nonverbal communication, nodding your head, showing that you agree and not slouched over, not got your head on the table, your face not all scrunched up, looking all crazy and stuff. No, we want to make sure that we are giving off the same politeness, the same understanding, the same nonverbal communication that you would want to receive if someone was speaking to you. Show empathy and understanding. That's still showing them that you understand how they feel. You see their point of view because a lot of people just want to feel heard and understood. Giving that feedback and asking for clarification. If you don't understand something, ask for clarification. The goal is to leave a conversation with understanding. The goal is to leave the conversation knowing what it is that's expected of you, knowing what you are doing moving forward, knowing what you have conveyed to the other person. Everyone should leave a conversation understanding what has happened. So if you don't understand, give feedback, ask for clarification. I'm sorry, let me just make sure that I understand what's happening here. Okay, let me make sure that, let me clarify, this is what you need from me. Clarification and feedback. You have to be adaptable. You have to be adaptable in order to be an effective communicator because you cannot speak to everyone with one language. So you speak to children, you speak to adolescents, you speak to adults, you speak to business professionals, all on their level of understanding. We are not going to elementary school speaking with a speech prepared for a doctoral program. It's not going to work. You have to be adaptable so that your audience or whoever it is that you're speaking to understand what it is that you're trying to convey. And the last thing was conflict resolution. Make sure that when you are addressing any kind of issues, any kind of conflict, the goal is to have a resolution-driven conversation. You don't want to have a conversation where it's combative. You want to make sure that each party is able to express themselves, show understanding, clarify, 
and it's you and the other person against whatever that conflict is so that you can have a resolution that will allow you to be on the same page, both moving forward or coming to a mutual agreement or understanding. So those are some tips that I have for you on effective communication. I think that communication is imperative in all relationships, sister, brother, mother, daughter, father, son, husband, wife, in-laws, co-workers, managers, everyone. Effective communication will assist you in really getting far in life as long as you have those tips and you utilize them. We will now transition into part two of our show. Our metaphor or phrase for this week is, of course, going to go hand in hand with our word of the week, communication. I hope that you like those communication skills tips that I dropped for you all. I feel like they work for me and they're very effective and I definitely hope they work for you. So leave me a comment or, you know, write a review. Let me know if these work for you and is there anything else that you want me to focus on. So we would now move into our metaphor or quote for this week. And I like this. It says, good communication is the bridge between confusion and clarity. Good communication is the bridge between confusion and clarity. Now that hit. And I say that because if you think about a bridge, you got confusion on one side, you got clarity on the other side. How can confusion get to clarity? And how can clarity cause some confusion? Well, clarity can't cause confusion because you already, you know, clear, you clear, period. You know what it is. So, but how can confusion get to clarity? In order to get there, it has to be something that's going to bridge it. And that's communication. Asking for that understanding. Can you help me Clarify what it is that you're trying to say. What is it that you need from me? What can I do better? See, and a lot of times when we go into different situations, we look at things as what the other person is doing, what the other person needs to do better on. But also make sure that you reflect on what you can do better. How are you communicating? Are your communication skills effective? If the other person does not, give them that feedback. The bridge between confusion and clarity is communication. So if you find yourself right now in a situation where you're confused about something, you're confused about a problem, you're confused about um, a relationship, you don't know what's going on or what's the issue or anything like that, you're confused. Oh, I don't know what's going on. In order for you to get to clarity, you have a conversation. You communicate. Hey, what's up? You know, everything all good? Um, I just want to make sure that we are on the same page. Clarify. It's not bad to ask people to clarify. So make sure if you find yourself in a situation where you're confused about something, communicate and ask for clarity because the bridge between confusion and clarity is communication. And that's it. That's all I have for you for our episode of this week. I really hope that you incorporate these communication skills and tips into your daily life. And I know that they make a difference because I use them every day and I even use them with my daughter. Okay, wait, what, what is it? Clarify for me. What you asking? What do you need? And I have to help my daughter too be clear and concise because her stories can go on all day. How was your day-to-day um, -day at school? Oh, it was good. Let me tell you what happened. And then she'll start going off and she'll tell me like 
from when she walked in the door to when she sat down to where she hung up her book bag. I'm like, baby, did you, did you, did you have something you wanted to tell me as far as like, oh yeah, yeah. So what happened was this. And then she'll start getting to the point of the story. See, I have to help her be clear and concise because sometimes you give a lot of fluff. Nobody wants all of the fluff. We want to know what's up. So make sure that you communicate effectively. And if you are a fan of the show, please like, comment, and subscribe to add Dr. Q the Coach on all social media platforms. Monumental Mindset with Dr. Q. We are here. We are taking off. Also, um, Monumental Mentality. Of course, that is the parent company to Monumental Mindset. Um, we are expanding. We are in schools. We are speaking at corporation events. And that would be me coming in to speak and giving these tips on effective communication and being a successful leader. So if you're looking for someone to come in and speak for any of your events, please feel free to reach out at Dr. Q the Coach on all social media platforms or info at drqthecoach.com. Always remember that the sky is not the limit because there is more out there beyond the clouds and I will see you next week.